As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. John Oliphant, again, Fire and Kyle Schwimmer are just three of our amazing patrons at patreon.com slash TMS. Sign up like they did and reap the rewards. Coming up on TMS, an inaugural dump is the number one, number two. Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's splinters. This knife cuts through butter like onions. Pinky in the brine. Copious degenerative gambling. Multi-million dollar scissors. Go bidet all the way. Muggles versus drywallers. They're building from inside the house. Wound to wound contact. Gross. The pandemic knife incident. Very gross. War hammer knife. Describe things with words that describe them. <laughs> Come to Vegas and do stuff or not. It's up to you. Fishing on thin ice with Wendy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. When kids of the future open the Nickelodeon time capsule in 50 years, what should they find? Nick wants to hear your ideas. Should there be rollerblades, a piece of the Berlin Wall, perhaps a video letter to the future? Remember, the time capsule will stay buried until the year 2042. The future starts right here at Nickelodeon Studios, the first world headquarters for kids. You got the moves. I'll give you that. The morning stream. What do you say? We get nipple to nipple. Fumble Fingers Johnson over here today. Uh, hey, everybody. Good morning and welcome to TMS. It's Thursday, January 25th, 2024. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Hello. How are you? Brian. I gave you a one syllable version of your name. Brian. 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 Who, somebody does that, somebody uh, that I know uh, says like, I think Chris Brown says it like that. He just um, says Brian, like that, Brian. Brian. Hey, Brian. Brian. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll shorten it, Chris Brown. Like, I have to call him his full name, and he can't even give me the two syllables that I was born with. <laughs> yeah, it's only one hey. extra syllable, it's yeah. not that bad. Should, should be able to Hi, Chris Brown. Hi, Brian. That quick. I like that. Your true friends yeah. shorten your, your name. That's how that works. That's right. Yes. Uh, Brian, we're here at last. You know, it's only been a day. At last. So, oh, uh, my gosh. What a week this has been. Yeah. Busy week and crazy week and... Uh, lots of stuff going on. Lots of stuff. Yeah. Preparation for uh, Vegas is in full gear, everybody. We'll have... Uh, it is. Yeah, I'll have an update uh, right before we get to the news. Unless yep. you want me to do that first. Let's, let's have some fun. Let's talk about fun stuff. Yeah, let's do this. Not, or, that, not that the TMS Vegas isn't fun. Don't get me wrong. No. Um, I was talking pre-show a little bit of how we're putting a bathroom in the basement and we're doing it on the very cheap and having free labor, which really helps. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, 
Yeah, I gotta, I gotta remind myself. Like, I'm not used to that kind of stuff. I'm not a manual laborer. Okay, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not my thing. I wish I was more skilled in the areas of like, how do you fix this, and why is your car broken? And I wish I was, and I could be. Yeah, sure. It's not like I'm broken or couldn't find a way to learn. <laughs> you know, this isn't right. It's not magic. Like you, you you're not. Uh... It's not muggles versus uh, uh, drywallers. Mm-mm. Like you can figure out how to do this stuff. Do what I do, which is uh, find find somebody on YouTube who explains how to do it. Yeah. Uh, then do it, and then take it to a professional to fix it. Oh, to, fix, to fix do. the mistakes the that you steps. made. Okay, that's four, three more profit. Oh yeah, three easy steps plus then then profit at the end. <laughs> that's right, exactly. But that requires copious degenerative gambling at that point. Yes, it does. Oh, I need to get back into that. I did one bet yesterday and it won. Oh, well, uh, then you've got the bug again. The Mississippi you can do this. State versus Florida uh, NCAA basketball game. I said, I think it'll be under 150 points. Yeah. And it was 149 points. Ooh, like it was, it wow. could not have been any closer. Goodness. I would have to be dead on to be closer. That's amazing. A whopping $13 on my $12 bet. Whoa. <laughs> Slow down. Don't spend that all in one place, Brian. I know, exactly. Like, the degenerate gambling is really taking a backseat. It's, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll come back to it, but for right now, it's really, really on the DL. Brian, Brian will be back pulling uh, blue hair, pulling some some uh, some slots before you know it. Don't That's worry right, about exactly. it. Exactly. I'll go from, I'll go back, I'll be a regenerate gambler. Yeah, I can't, <laughs> regenerative gambler. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, so we're working on this thing and I forgot how, you know, if you buy, you buy two by fours at the, at the home Depot, which is what, where we got them or no, we got them at Lowe's. doesn't matter. Same place basically. Um, (laughs) and we come home and we got all these and we got the good kind, the kind that aren't crappy or cheap. They're Mm -hmm. decent because we want it to last and whatever. So the thing is they don't, it's not like that means that these aren't just loaded with slivers, right? If right. you if you rub the wood the wrong way, haha. So I have this, <laughs> right? I have this notion that I need to when I'm help, I'm picking up this stuff and feeding it to Steve, who's in that room setting up the framing. We had to build the frame, much of the frame. We had to build inside there because normally you would build a frame outside and then move it in and put it in place. Uh, but we there's no room for that because uh, it's already built, right? There's no other all the yeah. other walls are covered, so I can't really sneak it in. So. We're doing it inside the room, so bringing a two by four in that we cut to length, put it up in its place, nail it in, screw it in, whatever, and we kind of did it like that. Well, here's the problem: is we're feeding this hand overhead. Mm-hmm. At one point, I'm I just slide my right hand on the wood. I just go shh. Oh and God! I, I, I pull it away. Just thinking about that, yeah, yeah, right. it's real bad. And I ended up with like I don't know six or seven of these slivers that I then spent the rest of the night picking these out of my palm. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. And then <laughs> and and then that same arm for whatever reason my shoulders like on fire today. So, mm. you know, I just don't belong there. I don't belong it's, in these it's situations. It's not your world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just not me. That, you know, we were we were talking like, you know, saying that you're either you're not either born with it or you you learn to do it. I mean, that is the other aspect of it is doing it for a while builds up those calluses or builds up just that the, the the muscles that you need in that area that you do that thing for right like you know somebody who works out on the street jackhammering holes into the pavement um sure i could i could watch a youtube video and know how to do that and go out there and rent a, a jackhammer and uh, uh put a hole in the street but i'm going to be a lot sore 
than the person who does it every day and, and knows what they're doing, that sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah, I so agree. Knowing how to do a thing, there is a difference between knowing how to do a thing and doing it. And, and Yeah, uh, for sure. And Dr. Calhoun says it best. The only way to get better is to do it. It is a skill. I completely agree. Yep. I have very few opportunities where I'm even have a reason to be doing it. So it's not like, like Steve does this all the time. <clears throat> they are building from the ground up a brand new house in the middle mm-hmm. of this property they bought in Mississippi. And so they're starting from nothing, doing all the stuff themselves, a foundation on the place, the the barn workshop thing next to it, the house sure. itself, obviously. And he knows all this stuff. He knows electrical. He knows <clears throat> building Plumbing. code. He knows all of yeah. it. And yeah, yeah plumbing yeah. as well. And so nice. I don't, I don't know any of that. Yeah. You know, I, I just I haven't been do, doing it my whole life. I wish I had, but I haven't. I did. Uh, I, I installed like basically ran lines from another um, outlet in our house. Daisy chained off another outlet and installed a new electrical outlet where we needed one and didn't have one. Yeah. Um, I feel like I can do some electrical stuff in the house. Plumbing, I don't even want to touch with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. The fact that uh, that he knows, you know, all these these uh, different trades. Tina's dad was really good about that. And Tina's dad is probably, well, no, not even probably, is definitely why I feel like I could step in and do that. Yeah. Electrician stuff, while I think I could, uh, if I needed to, frame a room, put drywall up, mud it sand it you know mm-hmm. basically get it uh um uh get it framed up and, and all that sort of thing but uh yeah uh, uh you know hats off to anybody who's able to do all that stuff and have it be second nature to them and have them you know instantly look at a thing and know how to do it without yeah and actually seems to enjoy it like steve mm-hmm. steve's the reason we're doing this isn't mm-hmm. so much that we've waited too long on a thing like that's just you know, we were going to build it and we just haven't, whatever. Yeah. The main reason is he said, look, when I come out here to work and stuff, and if I'm hanging out with you guys at all, I work, I'm going to be gone, you know, all week for the work part. But on the weekend, if I'm here and I got nothing to do, it'll drive me crazy. So give mm. me, a, give me a project. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's <clears throat> awesome. Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll play a video See, game. You make a, I was going to say, it would be the same thing. Like if you went out and stayed with them for a week and, um, they're like, oh my God, I have no idea how we need to set up a Wi-Fi network or we need to install, you know, router or, or build a PC or something like that. You go, oh, give that to me. I'll take care of that. You guys sit back. Let me, let me do that. Yeah. Me. Those seeing those things all fall well within my purview. I can do all yeah. of those things. Hey, our internet's yeah. not right. What's up with that? Oh, well, let me take a look. Like I can yeah. do that. Like yeah. I've got the skills for when the electricity is on. But the, <laughs> and the plumbing is working, and the <laughs> yeah. But the minute exactly. the zombies, yes. the minute the zombies are in charge, it's all heads heads off. It's all heads off. Yeah. That's not the phrase. Yeah. It's, it's all, all hands all, on deck. All it's bets, all, uh, all bets are off. Is what I meant. All to bets say. are off. Okay. I knew yeah. something was off. Turns out all it was bets me. Are off. Uh, what is, hold on a second. I'm trying to. What's the all bets are off? I thought that's like uh, like it is a. It's the wild west out here. Like, uh, you know, once once I uh, once I set up my McDonald's, all bets are off. Yeah, all bets are are, are off. Which is a weird thing to say if you say, okay, let's okay, let's let's do a scenario. All the power is going to go out. All the hot and cold running water goes out. Everything, all yeah. of our modern conveniences stop, and society is suddenly in the dark. Yeah, and then you would say, oh, "Well, that's when that good, happens, that's all, a good." Yeah, all bets are off. All like, bets are off, and it's like, "Well, it what bets? The- what bets were we doing?" Like, <laughs> I think, I think it's so unstructured and 
unpredictable that you couldn't even say, oh, I'll bet, I'll bet that guy over there is going to become the crime boss now mm. that there's no electricity in this world. I'll bet that, you know, mm. there is, it is basically like a, a, a shaking of the of the ethereal etch a sketch, and right. all bets are off. Like who knows what? And maybe it's uh, literal. It's like okay, so let's look at your degenerate gambling. If you had a bunch mm-hmm. of debts in place or uh, bets in place, yeah, for let's say uh, the the fall football season, right, and then the world loses its mind and it becomes twenty eight days later or something, yeah, yeah, then literally all your bets are off because there's no football. No one cares. No one gives a shit. We're done. Like life, life is no longer giving you anything to bet on. So you're no longer betting on, Oh, I think this person will be president. I think Microsoft will acquire that company. Like all those bets. It's less less about a, a, an actual structured bet and more like, you know, Oh, that's a safe bet. You know, like as opposed to an actual physical, I'm putting money down to say, this is going to be the outcome. Hmm. Just like, you know, there's the, the phrase, um, uh, oh yeah, no, that's a safe bet. You know, I think I think so and so is going to be uh, when they come over. I'm sure they're going to stay for a week. Right. Yeah, that's a safe bet. Yeah, no, you know yeah. what? That's a good. That's the good opposite. So yeah, I think you're right. All bets are off means it's unpredictable. Bets yeah. bets require some prediction predictability, and you don't have it anymore. Right. All right. We. I don't we've, think it really has to do with actual physical wagers, but more just like like. The, the the predictability of things. And yeah. All bets are off means you cannot predict a damn thing. All expectations now, are dashed or something. How does you bet fit into this? Right? <laughs> like, uh, hey, you're going to be, are you going to go see uh, Dune 2 when it comes to the Oh, you, oh bet. you bet. You bet I am. Is that just basically like, like, you, we're, we're making a wager that I'm going to. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> <You> bet. <laughs> Never thought about that. Yeah. Like, it's a weird use of bet. It is a weird use of because you're actually that. making a guarantee. You're you're kind of making a guarantee. So if Kim says we got to so shovel this snow, make, can you? Like a sucker's bet. Can you go it's out? Like you already. It's like can you out and clean the dog poo? And I would say, oh, you bet. Now does that yeah. mean Kim is having to wager? Is there a percentage chance I won't do it? Like right? What? No, it feels like it feels like that's a guaranteed outcome. Uh, it feels like a, if you'd be a sucker to go against that bet is basically what it is. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That's funny that you say it. Dr. Now, Calhoun says red on air light. Well, how is any of this a red on air light? How? Like, we haven't we, had this conversation yeah. before. What is yeah. he talking about? He's a red on air light. Yeah, yeah exactly. Dr. Calhoun, you're a red on <laughs> air light. You're red on air light. Yeah, take that, jerk. Just kidding. We love yeah, you. I would, let's see how it, uh, uh, who's, who's the guy who does that all the time? Uh, Chris Farley. You're a red on air light. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard his uh you know what this might be a fun place to do this real quick the we okay. talked about how he was or did we talk about this here i can't remember but we talked i was talking to somebody about how he did he was shrek until he died and then they had to recast him and that's when they brought in mike myers i don't know if you knew that oh really no yeah. i had no idea so i didn't either and i saw this thing um let's see shrek read Let's see if I can find it here. It that's is, really, close. thank God. It felt like that's something that Mike Myers said because he always did that voice, whether it was on SNL or So I Married an Axe Murder. Oh, the Scottish like thing. Yeah. 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 Um, well, the original, the plan was no Scottish at all. It was just going to be Chris Farley doing be, the thing. Uh, he was going to be Matt Foley, basically, kind of being in a cave down by the river. <laughs> here, uh, Here's some of it. Let me play a bit of this. Uh, is it going? Okay, here we go. It's like there's nothing like a fire and a noble romantic mission to warm the cockles of your heart. Yeah. I like my cockles room temperature, thank you very much. 
Hey, if you're not doing this for Cockle Woman, why are you doing it? Simple. Fartwad gets his princess, I get what I want. Which is? Now come on, what do you want? I don't have time to set it to music. So I don't know. Wow. Oh my gosh, that would have sucked. I think that would have been... Farley. Yeah. But there is no life to that Shrek. It might not yeah. work. And also, you know, he's delivering. I'm trying to say because I know there's no life to Chris Farley right oh, now. Oh, I see. I mean, what I, there's no. See what there did. is no. Yeah, that's not what I was trying to indicate. But well, geez. so so the story goes like this. According to it was, I heard this actually. Oh, I know where I saw it. It was um, David Spade appeared on another show that I listened to, and he was talking about this because it was kind of the anniversary of his death. And he said, uh, "Of not, did, did he let other people talk? He, he did, did he actually. Talk? He did." <laughs> I'm sorry. So really, it's just Dana Carvey. I think it's to Dana Carvey. A Carson impersonation. Yeah, it's Carvey cutting everybody off. I think. <laughs> but anyway, he said. Uh, so they when he died. So this is right around the time that he was really struggling drugs wise. And yeah. when he yeah. died, they were going to pay his brother to finish out the lines because he can do a killer impression of him. Mm. Uh, but his brother, who also does stand up, said no. He was just too too emotional yeah, about it so they were too, so they yeah. were gonna go for it they were just gonna go ahead and wow. use the lines they liked it they were happy with it and then then when that happened mike myers the, the so as the story goes according to spade mike myers was like i really want to do the vo- or i can't remember now he really wanted to do the scottish thing he had to convince them mm, really um, yeah so he did a bunch of lines and stuff yeah, which and makes then, sense because i mean you you don't look at an ogre and say oh yeah i expect i expect to hear them speak in a scottish accent yeah yeah, so I don't know. Like in an alternate world where all this went through, maybe yeah. we wouldn't even think twice about it. I don't know. It's hard to say, maybe. but seems maybe. weird. Seems I weird. I will say there, there's a little bit of a Mike Myers uh, British thing uh, going on with. Um, I'm still watching Peep Show. I'm into the third season. Which oh my god, this this show, I really like it, but it's torture. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it's everyone's saying it's like the best modern british comedy ever it is so many and i see why but my god it's almost like you say uh um if you had to choose your adventure book and it's like okay uh the woman you like is um uh is down the hall do you uh if you if you uh go and say something nice to her uh go to page 13 Mm. if you uh, send her uh, some roses. Go to page forty-three. If you decide to hack into her email and see what she says about you, go to page seventy-five. And it's it's what they all like. Both characters, both main characters, just pick the worst possible decision to make at every every possible decision, every every choice. I need to watch this. You say it was on freebie or you something? Do. Or? It's on. Uh, it's on what Amazon it? Prime, but it's freebie, so you get two commercial breaks. And the commercial breaks that I don't the, mind Amazon, them. Yeah, they're not bad. Yeah, they're not bad. But here's what's irritating: they they start a second too early. Yeah. So you get the the joke kind of punchline and it immediately goes to a uh, commercial, and then you come back from the commercial and you get the one second reaction shot of. so so like straight face before it before it goes to the next scene so what so so this is interesting and i have a question for british people i don't know if zoe's in our chat or not (laughs) but do my understanding is when you see the show in the uk the commercials are only shown at the uh, before it before the show and then at the end of the show oh really is that no that's typical isn't it or no do i have that wrong I thought they had commercials 
throughout like we did, no? I don't know. Let's see what they say. Um, that's so, a good question. I, Zoe says, uh, depends on how long the show is. So if it's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So comedies that were like 20 to 30 minutes, like yeah, say, okay, so let's say, right. Your, your regular sitcom. Yeah. Every 15 minutes says Zoe, which is still, okay. that's longer than we get. It is longer than we get. I just knew they had better standards for that stuff than we did. Yeah. Um, on the BBC, you get none, no commercials. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Cause that's a publicly paid thing. Yeah, so it's there. like our our um, public access channels kind of thing. Well, it's like yeah, PBS but... here, except we're so stingy right. about that shit. We we make it political, but over there they're just like, yeah, BBC. We've always paid for does, it. It's all good. Does BBC have annual pledge drives where if you donate twenty pounds, you get a tote bag? <laughs> yeah. Do you guys put? Do you put your people through hell as well? Is what Brian's asking. <laughs> exactly. Because good lord, uh, I hate yeah, those. So talking about Peep Show or whatnot. Shit out of luck dot com. But yeah, Peep Show. You gotta give it a give it a try. It is like I said. I'm enjoying it, but my god, it's torture. Every single. Every single interaction that the main characters have with their loved ones or bosses, um, it is, it's hard to watch sometimes because it's the absolute, they do the absolute worst thing they can do at the time because they're so socially awkward and, and weird. I'm, I sometimes have an appetite for that. There, you know yeah. what? It has to be British. I don't, I can't yeah. do it when it's American. Yeah, no. Right. That's don't why know. men behaving badly did well there and did not do well over here yeah. is because we don't we're not a master of that the way um the way the british are yeah for sure you guys can make us feel uncomfortable and we can still stick around and not not change channels yeah the the original office was like that there's a lot of examples like that but i don't know what it is because when i when you flip it over like the u.s office succeeded not because it kept up what the british office did as far as uncomfortableness it found its own f- strain of that that was more palatable to us. If they had gone full British uncomfortable, I don't think I could have watched the U.S. office all yeah. the way through. But I, I think they found their own footing and it became culturally less awkward. Maybe it's more awkward right. over there. I don't know. It was, yeah, but, it was uh, adjusted for <laughs> to, to work for. Uh, its awkward uh, setting was lowered to a seven. Right, to American levels. Yes, yeah. exactly. And so awkward for us is, is is what's his name, dumping chili all over the office entryway. That to us is, right. oh, that's, so cringy. That is nothing compared to what these, <laughs> these a-holes on Peep Show do. Yeah. Uh, there's also a guy in there that I crack up every time he's on screen, but he's, he's kind of the agent of chaos of these two. His name is, uh, the character's name is Super Hans. And, and because of the accent, I thought that, for the first couple episodes, first time they mentioned him, thought his name was Super Hands. Like, ah, Super like Hands. Like his hands are super. Sure. But Super Hans, played by a guy named uh, Matt King. Um, I'm trying to think if we've seen this guy. He feels like a guy that we would have seen in some... Um, yeah, in something for... Uh, Matt King. Oh, there he uh, is. Something for... Um, what should we call it? For a film sack, but no. Oh, he looks uh, very familiar. Yeah. Why? Oh yeah, I don't know. I saw him in. Uh, I've seen two of these movies he's known for: Rock and Roller and Bronson. Maybe I remember okay, him from that. There you go. Yeah. Wow, he's busy. He is. He's a he's a popular busy dude. Voice voice work, big time film work, TV work. Yeah. Wow. Well, good job, Matt yeah. King. You're the king of Matts. <laughs> Initially, I thought he was uh, uh, Kevin Rowland from lead singer of Dexy's Midnight Runners because he's got that look. It's like. He sounds like him. He looks like him. Is that Kevin Rowland? That'd be no, funny. It's just uh, 
The guy who looks a lot like Kevin Rowland. It's the kind of guy where his, his little face disappears in his huge hair. You know? In his huge hair, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we could, you could do a lot worse there, Matt King. Uh, let's uh, keep going here. We got a yeah. oh uh, about her, uh, we got a, a follow let's up on the, herpes. Let's talk about herpes. <laughs> <clears throat> I guess we yeah. made some broad assumptions about herpes or something to that effect, but we got uh, somebody who's an actual infectious disease physician in the South. His name is Jesse, and he wrote in okay. and said. Good morning, Scott and Brian. This is T- uh, for TMS, listening to 2858. Uh, Jesse could be a girl. I don't know. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm Jesse, uh, Jesse's girl or boy. <laughs> uh, uh, I wish that I had Jesse's girl. Uh, an infectious disease physician in the South regarding your conversation about herpes. There are eight human herpes viruses that are, ca- uh, that, are that are causes of cold sores, genital ulcers, mm. Mm. shingles, chicken pox, etc. Herpes B virus is specific to the macaque ca- uh, monkeys or maca- macaque. What do we say? I forget now again. Uh, it was macaque. Macaque. Yes. The macaque, macaque monkeys. CDC has a whole page on this. That's herpes B virus. Uh, okay. And from what I can tell, there's no herpes A virus. Most of no the manage okay. says most are manageable, uh, but never go away. Herpes viruses like diamonds. They last forever. Love the show though, Jesse. Uh, yeah. So when you have, my wife gets a cold sore about every Six months and it goes away pretty quick, but she just gets yeah. one. My 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 daughter does that as well. When Nick was little, he got them all the time. That's some kind of virus, right? It, it is, just- yeah. It's it's a version of, and it's one of these. Um, yeah, the the so there. Jesse says eight human herpes viruses that all cause of cold sores. So whichever they didn't go into which which version of herpes it is, but uh, I get one. Like if I have a bad cold. Um, if I don't use a Breva, the first sign of like any sort of like, oh, there's a tingling in my lip right here, then then I get a cold sore right after a oh, uh, right after a like cold. literally during a cold, like the name implies, right? Yeah, like right. cold exactly. sore, exactly. Like it's the cold, it's the cold uh, tombstone, is what it is. It's like here lies a cold. <laughs> it was in Brian's face for two weeks. Uh, rest in peace, cold. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know that I've ever had one. I, I'm maybe a childhood one happened, and I have no memory of it. But I've never had an adult cold sore before. And I, what I wonder yeah. about that is, if it's a virus, I would assume it's communicable. And if I live with people who get cold sores, why don't I get them? You know, uh, <laughs> this is the part they Jesse would have to write back in it on or something, or maybe we'll if, hear from Tolbert. But I have no idea. And this is where this is where my and, and boy, this might be an old wives' tale. But my guess is, if you, if you and Kim kissed while she had a cold sore, and you had an open wound where she kissed you, oh. there's the chance of that spreading. Okay, so you need to have some. It's not just simply yeah. like, oh, I inhaled your sneeze or something. It's more than and, that. And then I could, and that could just be total like somebody. Somebody in my family said that was the case. Like, uh, um, oh yeah, Brian's got an open cold sore. Don't. Uh, there was, <laughs> there was something else that uh, that, that we that was that was told not to do if I had a cold sore. But uh, we won't get into that. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Free Rangers, kiss me on my open wound. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of <laughs> exactly. Yes. Well, all right. I'm not going right. to do that. I'm going to avoid that if I can. Yeah. So I, so I, this is a great Dr. Tolbert uh, question. Yeah, Jesse or Tolbert or anyone in the know, write in. Let us know. How do cold sores do? What what version of herpes is a cold sore, and how does how does it spread from person to person? 
Right. And Claire says, and she's also right, sometimes it's dormant. Oh, gosh. Sometimes you have yeah, no... Oh, actually, that's true. Wow. That... That's not the thing I was expecting to hear from Claire. Is actual. Uh, oh, there yeah. we go. That's, but there she goes. That right I expect. There, yeah. Right there is what I was expecting to yeah. hear from Claire. We're not yes. even going to repeat it, but Claire wrote nope. a thing, and that's exactly what we expect out of her. So uh, now yeah, we're back to we're back to level. Up. We're not saying it. No. Yeah. Thank you. Balance yeah. to the force, Claire. Good job. Uh, all right. We also got a phone call about dropping knives. I don't remember the context of this dropping knives thing. Do you? Do you remember us dropping knives I don't or talking about it? Um, Maybe you cut yourself or I did. Or Wait, somebody uh, somebody dropped a knife and it landed on their foot or something? or, or Something like that. I have a memory too, but it's real vague. Or was that a dream I had? I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's hear, the, let's hear the call. Maybe that'll help. All right. Here we go. Hello, Sharp and Bandage. I'm responding to a story on January 9th. Talking about, uh, Brian was talking about his catching the fallen knife story again. And oh, I just wanted yes. to respond to Oh, uh, that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. It was from, right. It was, uh, during basically in 2020, during the pandemic, I was cleaning some steak knives. The, the bottle of uh, dishwashing liquid was slipping. I went to catch it and use both hands. One of the hands contained a knife and the That's uh, right. blade went into my, into my hand. <clears throat> That's and I right. And to go during COVID to an urgent care facility with a gaping, bleeding wound. Oh my God, that hurt. He had to Gem so many needles into that. Oh, that's oh. right. I now remember this whole conversation. That's why I don't remember so, it well because I blocked it out. Stitches in that area. Oh, yeah. did okay. he, anyway, did he, right. did he kiss you on the open wound? He probably didn't. That's a bad. Idea. Uh, he didn't because he had herpes. And oh. I said, no, don't do it. I don't need your herpes. Yeah, herpetic simplex, Doctor right. Five. All right, here's the uh, yeah, okay. here's the rest <laughs> of the call. Enjoy. Whoops, why isn't it playing? I don't know. I was listening to this while I was working and for my job in a kitchen and. In the kitchen, we are uh, speeding to us to uh, step away and jump back from when you when you drop your knife. Otherwise, that happens. But when you actually like go to college for this and buy and bring in your own like seventy dollar to two hundred dollar knives, you have no idea the emotions that go through those like three seconds of like, oh my god, my knife is falling. Oh my god, and then oh my god, stop that because possible hospital bills. It's 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 a very nerve-wracking moment. Love you guys. Love the show, though. All that fun stuff. I don't have anything clever. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. pretty. That's Fair pretty enough. clever. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, uh, expensive knives. I scare me because I don't like. I, I. I always feel like I'm going to wreck them. Even just using them normally, it's like, can I even cut this bread with this knife, or am I am I doing mm-hmm. something wrong? Is this only for meat? Mm-hmm. Uh. So Kim will bring home some fancy knife. And say, now, nobody put this in the dishwasher. Hand wash it every time. Don't use it on bread, but you can use it on bread. And then I get, I feel all this like personal stress about this damn knife I'm never going to use. Yeah. Every time. We shouldn't feel she's, that way about our knives. absolutely right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I have got the jumpiest soundboard today. Apologies, everyone. That was annoying. Anyway. No, I get that. Listen, when I spend... I've got a I've got a chef's knife that I absolutely love. This thing is perfectly weighted and it's Japanese and it's like, you know, uh cuts through onions like butter, blah blah blah. Oh. Um I don't want Tristan coming over and using it to um like clean the <laughs> the edges off of a Warhammer figure. <laughs> like like yeah. you know the the, the mold lines. No, use something else for that. Do not use my chef's knife to cut the mold lines off of your Warhammer finger. Yeah. As a kid growing up, for my mom, it was her sewing scissors. 
You want oh, to- yes. Yeah. Yes. Because when those things get bunged and you try and cut cloth and all it does is just push the cloth around because yeah. you used it to cut a tin can because you saw it on a Ronco commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I got in multiple trouble uh, growing up for that. Not cutting yeah. cans necessarily, but it was like I had, you know, construction paper or something for school. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd grab those scissors and my mom would lose her, her soul. You'd see her soul leave her body. <laughs> was it, um, did she have the scissors that had the, the zigzag cut to them? She did. We had a pair of those. And those were yeah. easy to determine. You know, I'd see those and go, oh, those aren't for me. Because they I know, had. But you really want to cut construction paper with that, though. Didn't oh, hell you? yeah. I mean, hell yeah. Yeah. But I, but I would, I was left with this feeling of like, are these, are these multi-million dollar scissors? Why is she so worried? Like, yeah, yeah. Can we not buy new ones? Is there a shortage on these? Or yeah, you know, I could never understand why she was so hardcore about it. But yeah, I think that was just, I mean, whatever. She grew up in a time they were a little more tight, so they don't want to waste anything. But also, you know, a ten. They're probably a ten dollar pair of scissors. Ten bucks in nineteen eighty five was probably. What thirty bucks now? I could see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see it. So pinking shears, those are pinking shears that have. Oh yeah, pinking shears have the. Uh, What's a pinking shear? Those hurt. are the those are the scissors that have like a um, a little jaggedy oh, edge. They're called a yeah. pinking shear. Yeah, a pinking shear. I don't know. You call them zigzag scissors. I mean, come on. Yeah, we, we have words already for these things. We don't need to. Uh, yeah, we already we coined don't need it. To come up with something new. We coined it perfectly. Um, why? Why does the industry not listen right. to what we have why to say? Why use a color to describe a shape? <laughs> <laughs> Chat says cut plants. What does that mean? Cut plants? Can you cut plants with a cut plants? Uh, pinky pinky shears. Well, they have. This is a whole new world. There's a flower dude. that's called the pink. <laughs> okay. Does she uh, has, have short blonde has, hair and uh, sings a lot? That has, and... yeah. <laughs> That's right, exactly. <laughs> Raise your glass to this flower. Yeah. Um, but it has the edges. The edges of the petals have that uh, same zigzaggy shape, like pinking shears. So that yeah. must mean interesting. Um, yeah. I know nothing. There's there's tools in the bathroom <laughs> space over there that Steve brought out. I've never even seen some of that stuff in my life. Yeah, I know. It's like, what is that? Dude? I like the. Oh, I like a, the people are like, no, Brian, just learn the right word. <laughs> we we do have words for it. It's pinking shears. Yeah, like, learn the learn it. Yeah, but when I describe pinking shears to Scott, who's unfamiliar, right? And right. I was unfamiliar with it until I looked at it. He wouldn't know if I said, you know, zigzag scissors. He knew exactly. What I, I was knew talking exactly about. what you so, meant. Yep. So why not describe things with words that describe them? You know what? <laughs> it's English is a very fluid language. We got a lot of weird aspects to it. it allows us yeah. to kind of tweak it out and say stuff that so that others know what we mean when we don't exactly yeah. know the perfect little book term for it. Okay? Exactly. Exactly. So take That's, that, everyone else. Yeah. Take that. Uh, we got a phone call here also about long commutes, and uh, we may as well hear him out. Here it is. Hi, guys. Calling about yesterday's discussion of long commutes on the morning stream. I have an acquaintance who works at a university in Worcester and commutes from his home in Albany, Worcester, Massachusetts, and Albany, New York. So uh, if you want to do the math on that, that's about... Two and a quarter hours each way, directly into the sun each way. That sounds bad. Horrendous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> directly into the sun each way. 
Every each way because yeah, he's going east when the uh, sun's coming up and going west when the sun's coming down. Oh my gosh! Well, see, I just don't think anybody should have to drive two and a half hours for a job every day, mm. and one way, and then another way back at night, unless they are paying you exorbitant amounts of money. Like if you're getting paid, I don't know, whatever it is, you're getting paid for this, and you're getting paid yeah. not extra, but just a lot, so that it's worth it for you to spend. Four, I'm sorry, two and a half hours. That's five hours of travel a day. Five hours a day. Holy shit! Insane, insane. Yeah. Sign I me. Think, uh, oh, man, forget maybe, it. Maybe move closer to work and move to the opposite side of your 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 office from where you are now, so that the sun will be behind you in both cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, and also it doesn't sound like that area is going to be low traffic either. It's gonna it's gonna be a bunch right. of traffic. If this is some country road, maybe I could do it for five and a half. Yeah. But with people yeah. packed in like that, like one of these days, you have a high percentage chance that you're going to have to poop in your car. Very high percent. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like this will rarely happen to any of us because we're never on of the road course, for that much. Of but. course, that is going to be. I, I, I'm not surprised that that is where your mind goes. Is yeah, it's. Uh, you're going to have to. <laughs> you're going to have to poop in your car. Eventually, so you will. Yeah. You will just have one of those days because yeah. everyone has those days occasionally, and you have yeah. higher chance because you're in that car so much that you're going to have to poop. And I, I wish know. you. I wish you luck and good wellness. luck with. Good luck with the pooping in your car. Yeah, hope it goes well for you. <laughs> Uh, Don't forget on, to bring a towel. Yeah. Uh, speaking of bringing towels, uh, we're going to yeah. Vegas soon, and you got some updates. What's going updates. on? Updates. Yeah. So, um, uh, locked everything down. We still we're still waiting on um, uh, a room code, but the contract is back in the hands of the Plaza signed. So they just have to sign it. They are we are we are so good with everything else. Um, don't worry. Don't don't you know? You don't need to be impatient for a code. The rooms will be there. This is the plaza. We're not talking about uh, a Taylor Swift concert. We're talking about <laughs> we're talking about weekdays in late April at the plaza in on uh, Fremont Street downtown mm-hmm. Las Vegas. Sure. Uh, that said, I'm hoping that things get uh, get back to me quick. But now that we've got that, um, VivaTMSVegas.com is the website where you can go and see the schedule. I've already got a bunch of things already up there. Um, all the um, official events, a couple unofficial events. Um, we've got two. We've got uh, a couple things. Karaoke we're doing Monday night. September is heading that up. So we're getting some information on that. There's a thing happening on Tuesday night that is going to be awesome. I'm waiting for details on that. Um, there's a nice little countdown that tells you how many days, hours, minutes, etc. until really it's until... Um, until that Monday morning. Um, uh, what else? Uh, there's signups for uh, the video game tournament. Hop in there. Make sure you give me your phone number so that we can text you in case uh, we need to find you at the bar that night. People, that, that was the biggest bottleneck. Poor Amy had to deal with all that. The biggest bottleneck for the t- tournament was people would disappear um, 10 minutes before it was their time to play Asteroids and uh <laughs> oh yeah yeah that didn't work out great it didn't work out great so now we're gonna have i'm gonna see about getting you remember they had those tables there with vendors mm-hmm. there was somebody selling like 3d printed pokemon stuff oh I yeah they have. had a whole a couple the tables there that night yeah yep, yeah exactly so i'm gonna see if we can get one of those tables there's a board game sign up sheet big thanks to bobby and Ducey for setting that up 
Um, that being so VivaTMSVegas.com as well. Links to it. Viva, all that stuff is at VivaTMSVegas.com. Uh, Zoe is, is taking care of a, a Bacon Nation breakfast on Tuesday morning. Oh. And a bunch of people are getting inked, getting uh, drawn on while they're in Vegas. And Amy uh, is also helping with that. So um, in the Discord uh, DM, Red Fraggle 3. Um, or just go to the TMS Vegas Discord and find her there and, and DM her. I'll have a link on the uh, VivaTMSVegas.com uh, Viva site for where people can um, reach out to her. Because what we're trying to do is, is make it easy so that nobody has to show up to Vegas and say, oh, I want to get a tattoo, and there are no slots available. Right, right. And um, um, Amy is going to really help facilitate a lot of that. And if, for, if I can for get a off few, my butt. If, I was going to say, yeah. for a few of you shy people who are thinking of coming this year, you're like, yeah. <clears throat> I've always wanted to go. I haven't gone yet. This isn't mandatory that you get a tattoo. Oh, God, no, no, no. Yeah. <clears throat> we're, we're not saying, all of these are just activities that people can opt into. It's not like it's Right, a, exactly. You, know. you don't have to play video games in the video game tournament. Although it is the most laid back. Tournament makes it sound like it's it's a lot more than it is yeah. seriously you're playing elevator action against uh claire or you know or somebody like that it's 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 nothing it's yeah really, with a broken like, with a broken left stick sometimes right exactly it's all for uh, fun karaoke you know is optional you don't have to sing you can go and just watch people or be a background vocalist or whatever uh, board games that's going to be fun but yeah all that stuff and um uh, my gosh we gotta really throw out some things to uh Svet, she and I were talking last night and getting things squared away with the sand dollar. And um, she is, you know, Svet and Bad Moon booking. She is just so good at talking to people and arranging stuff and getting getting all that happening. So She rocks. Uh, Love her. She does. I could not do that part of things uh, without her and James's help. So yeah. I, I thanked her profusely over over the phone last night, but I'm going to thank her live on the show. Um, all right, so what else? We got... Uh, Attorney registration, board game, tattoo. Do I have anything else in this list? Um, <laughs> I like the sound of board game tattoo. Sounds board like game tattoos. I mean, whole you know, other activity, whole different. Thing. If I can get off my butt and finish designing it, I'll get my tattoo while we're in Vegas too. I'm design. Does it say yournament on the site? Yournament. 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 Yeah. Oh, it does say yournament. Yournament. <laughs> Welcome to the yournament. <laughs> A video game yournament. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, everyone's always, always so. If any of you get, get there and you're like, "Hey, Scott, I'll do this again. I did it for Claire. If anyone wants a quick doodle to then base a tattoo on, I'll do it there yeah. live. If you want it, yeah. I'm not getting a tattoo, but I'll give you. I'll I'll help help you come up with a drawing if you want one. You That's just right. let me know. And I would like somebody to volunteer to take me to uh, Dupar's for pancakes. On whatever mornings we're not doing, on, on one of the mornings that we're not doing uh, um, Bacon Nation, because those are the best pancakes in the world. And uh, if you disagree, uh, I'll fight you. Yeah, and, I don't. But it's yeah. but it's far away from <laughs> it's far away from downtown. It's a twenty minute drive from downtown. I feel so. like it's a proven fact, though, that Depars is the best pancakes in it, town. It absolutely is. Like uh, I think Barry's Barry's probably going to rent a car, and I let when we were out there. Um, last year for like a post basically it was Tanner and Alex's makeup uh, TMS Vegas with Tristan it was really just basically our D&D group we went out to Depars and I think everybody gave uh, their pancakes a, a raving thumbs up yeah they're they're renowned for this yeah hey real quick so, Carter if someone at uh, TMS Vegas asks you to 
make a tattoo, like a quick drawing for a tattoo there, would you do it? Sure. Sure, she says. <laughs> so she'll do it too. If you like Carter's style, I, she could. Uh, I am uh, like the pressure. I can't, uh, I would not want to take that on. Like, hey, here's something that's going to be permanently on your body. Would you like to draw it? Yeah. No, thanks. I do <laughs> not want that pressure. Thank you. I don't know. It's weird. It used to be such a. It feels so permanent back in the day, but even now it's starting to feel less permanent. The older you get, it is less permanent. It's like, well, one day yeah, this is just going to die exactly. and this won't be here. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, there um, you go. There's your update. TMS uh, or VivaTMSVegas.com for all your uh, your newest details, everybody. There probably will be another um, Sunday night um, attack of the high roller wheel on the strip, uh, the, the bar car, basically seeing if we can take over a bar car with some poor unsuspecting rando couple that uh, is in there stuck with a bunch of tadpoolers mm-hmm. <laughs> like we did last year sure uh, and then uh, and then a uh, hop over to uh, Cosmo for some verbenas for those people who haven't had verbenas so maybe I need to add a fourth day just to the unofficial schedule of events and say Sunday this time-ish high roller kind of thing yeah and we don't we're not 100% locked in on the pyramid scheme is what I'll call it because I don't want to give anything away. But you know what I'm talking about. The potential. Oh, yeah. uh, are we locked in oh, on no, that? I think, I think we're locked in on that, whether or not we get a deal on it. Okay. I, I'm hoping we get a deal on it, but that will be. We are doing that, that then. Yeah, I think that's a that feels like a, a perfect for tadpole. No, it's, per- it's perfect. And yeah, I really so, like that casino. So, so I'd really like to get a discount, a group discount. But I, but if we don't get a discount, then I think we still do it. All right. Well, details on that coming up as well, everybody. Yes. It's very exciting. <laughs> like, uh, no one will ever figure out what you meant by your, your clue. My pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, what, at least know. They a, might at least figure out the casino. Right? Yeah. You might know which, which uh, zone of the uh, strip we're talking about. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Well, well done. That's awesome. Let's get a little. Oh, you know what? We don't have time for news. We have time for one piece of news. Let's do one news. All right. Okay. One and then, news. And then we'll get Wendy in here. Here you go. Today's single news story is brought to you by. Coverville today at noon, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash Coverville. Uh, three cover stories for you today because uh, really not enough material to do full-on episodes for any of the three of these. But um, Aaliyah, who uh, died but would have been 45 this month. Jeez. Roxette, uh, Per Gessel, the uh, the dude in Roxette, is turning 65 this month. And um, sadly, we lost Marie. Oh, what was her name? The, the female lead singer. We lost her a few years ago. And the Ventures, uh, lead guitarist Bob Bogle of that uh, 60s surf guitar group, uh, he would be 90 if he were still alive. So, um, Wow. So three cover stories, sadly, for people who've, who've uh, left us uh, with a, an amazing legacy of music. We'll be listening to covers of those songs and covers by them today. Coverville, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash Coverville. Nice. Check this out, Kansas. We're here to talk about you today. A Kansas couple charged with collecting man, a man's retirement while keeping his body in their home for six years. Jeez, I would have thought that after six years, he just would have been dust in the wind. But, right? Uh, oh, I get I get what you did there with the Kansas reference. Uh-huh, That's good. Uh-huh, yep. I haven't heard Kansas in years. I should listen to Kansas. <laughs> I should just listen to that album. Yeah, it's Point of No Return is it's, such a great it's album. It's such a great but, album, uh, and the rest, of it, the rest of it's not great. The rest of their work yeah. is all kind of... But that mm-hmm. album's amazing. Anyway, Kansas couple has been charged with fraudulently collecting more than 215 grand in retirement benefits on behalf of a dead relative 
while they concealed his body inside their home for six years. Authorities say Mike Carroll's pacemaker showed that he died in 2016 at the age of 81. I didn't know they could pinpoint times on those things. Yeah, I guess it's that's an interesting thing. Like it it logs the date that it stopped. Yeah, making pace. <laughs> I mean, are they wireless? I probably are. They probably Bluetooth or something, or I don't know what they do. I I don't know. I don't know what modern uh, you know 2016 pacemaker does, uh, but it would have to have some sort of little battery backup in there for storage, yeah. right? Like yeah. when the main battery runs out, it's got a little thing that says, "Yes, I stopped working on this date at this time." Can you still not? Back in the day, it was a whole thing where you couldn't walk into or be near a microwave or something. Is that yeah, still I don't true? Know if that's still the case. I don't know if that's still yeah. true. Well, anyway, uh, these this couple, they're both 61. They're the Ritters, Lynn and Kirk Ritter, uh, continued uh, depositing and spending his bank account money even when the body became mummified on a bed in the home. How did that mm. work? How'd you get God. mummified? That feels like it, something. If it's mummified, how? That has to be a lack of air. A lack. It has to be like in a vacuum almost to be mummified without ice. Right, right. Because otherwise, you just you you. Uh, how does that work? You just desiccate, right? Is if that's the because you just dry. If it, if it's warm and dry, yeah. But it has to also. It, you got to have because if, if the, you have to have a situation where bacteria can't do its job, right? Right. So that you right. wouldn't rot well, or think, whatever. But I think you still the stuff that bacteria doesn't get still shrivels up, and you come become like a little. Uh, like beef jerky kind of thing yeah which i guess is the mummification thing but anyway yeah, that's just yeah. weird to me Maybe um, they didn't wrap him in bandages or anything no no but they made a bunch <laughs> of money from this and kept the guy in a room and they sound like weird people i never want to be around ever so i will not yeah, no, i will not i will not be no, exactly yeah right. i will not be seeking these people out okay <laughs> Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, my sister Wendy will be here. We got an email we're going to respond to. And, uh, That's a she's, good one. Yeah. Good one. She's yeah. coming to Vegas, everybody. Come see, Win- come see Wendy. Anyway, we'll get to that in a second. We need a song, though. Do you have one? Uh, we do, yes. I want to play uh, Robotron against Wendy when she comes to Vegas. That's my... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, right. to uh, rejigger the, uh, the, the tournament bracket so that I end up playing Robotron against Wendy. Oh, my gosh. That would be amazing. I don't know why Robotron. But, what was it? What's uh, the famous voice line in Robotron? Um, the guy with... The intruder. Oh, yeah. No, that's uh, Berserk. Oh, that's, that's Berserk. Uh, You're right. That's Berserk. <clears throat> what am I thinking of? There is a line, though, isn't there? Maybe I'm thinking of intruder alert. Intruder Might alert. Be. Yeah. Yeah. whatever it is. Anyway. I don't know. You're the one who does uh, play retro. You think I'd know? We even did a whole episode on that game. So, <laughs> by the way, there is a uh, not that I want to give this person any uh, uh, any publicity, but there is a retro gaming show on YouTube called Game Sack. And uh, oh goodness, I think we need to get the lawyers out. Yeah, let's. You know what? Yeah. Let's dust them off. Just send a cease and desist. Test the waters. Yeah. See yeah, what's going just, on. Uh, just to get it going. Bastards. Um, this is uh, from the publicity. Uh, uh, This is a woman named Asha Jeffries. Um, She has a brand new debut album called Ego Ride with a euphoric queer anthem called Brand New Bitch. Uh, I'm 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 reading this all verbatim, folks. Sure. Um, But uh, this is great. This is a great song. So I'm not, I am certainly not throwing any uh, any negativity in this. I love this. This There's so much positivity. She's from uh, Brisbane, Australia. And uh, this is so good. This is the, the the first single. The whole album's coming out April 12th, but the first single, Brand New Bitch, is out now. Here is Asha Jeffries. Mm-hmm. 
Prefamulated amulite surmounted by a malleable logarithmic casing in such a way that the two spurving bearings were in a direct line with a panometric fam. The latter consisted simply of six hydrocoptic marzal veins so fitted to the ambifacient lunar wane shaft that side fumbling was effectively prevented. Quick as a wink, you're in the pink. And we've returned. Who was that again? 
That was Asha Jeffries uh, from Brisbane, Australia, and a brand new song called Brand New Bitch from her upcoming album, Ego Trip, or I'm sorry, Ego Ride, coming out on April 12th. Ego Ride. Ego Ride. That's a cool name. I like that name a lot. I'll explain the situation to Wendy. Don't worry. Oh, my goodness. It's Wendy Dunford, my sister, all the way from Minnesota, where I assume they finally got cold, right? Nope. What? Nope. I'll just know nothing. What the heck, And it's like going to be 45, 50 degrees next week. What the heck? What's going on? I don't don't know, but I'm moving. I can't take it. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't believe. And everyone has this like mix of feeling guilty for being happy that it's warm because it's not, it's not okay. It's almost like, 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 it's it's bad. Is it imposter syndrome? Like, uh, (laughs) like what, what is it? It's, there's a, I'm sure there's some sort of regular malady you can correlate it to that that normally happens with that right like uh Mm. uh you feel guilty because you're enjoying something that you don't usually get this time of year yeah and you're everyone's moods a little lighter but then they're also like oh no and then there's so many diehards who's ice fish and they don't care and so they just keep getting needing to be rescued and yeah, like no one's behaving right through the ice. Jeez. Oh wait, so they're so there's still places you can ice fish it's just they're not thin ice fishing. Yeah. Thin ice fishing and people are furious because people make such sure. dumb choices and you got to rescue anyway. It's just I hate it. Do you mm. is it cold? Do you guys have are No, it's 50 some degrees right now. Yeah, it's going to be like um, 50 for us today yeah. or close to it, 48 something like that. I don't know I what's mean, going on. But that on. is not unheard of where you guys live. This is insane. Yeah, for you guys, it does seem a little weirder. And we did get a ton of snow and then really cold weather, you know, refused to melt, then new snow on top of that. So we had like a run there. But for some reason, within a week, it all melted and got warm. And I don't like it. Yeah, because you are living in a high altitude desert, people. I forget. I don't know if you know this. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm familiar, familiar with the the whole thing. And you at least get more oxygen where you live. So that's good. We definitely get more oxygen. Here's the thing I'm just warning everyone. I love talking about the weather now do you really it's an age thing yeah, it's not, it's not like a fallback happens. small talk thing it's like uh, no oh my gosh i love it and so whenever is, is my clients are like about, no, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> i you, just love it what do your clients do they just pipe up and They'll go be like, oh, country or look snowy and i'm like all right let's do it let's spend five minutes talking about it. Like, yeah. i just think it's very it's uh it's unifying <laughs> I used to it's observe like old when we were growing up. I'd observe an old person doing that and thinking, I'm, "I know, I'm, you I'm guys." Never one day do that. I suddenly liked birds, and now I talk about the weather. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or, or you suddenly don't trust birds, and you talk about the weather. Either one, they ooh, totally fit. You get two choices. There's some well, people like who think birds, they're, so. you know, they. Some people think birds are drones, and the government is spying on us. So, that so. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? There is a real, there's a real conspiracy theory about that, and some people believe it. It's like flat Earther level stuff. It's all bullcrap. Uh, well, anyway, we're not going to talk about that today. Instead, we're going to talk about an email that we got. And uh, yeah. Wendy gave me the thumbs up on this yesterday. So I think we're going to go ahead and read this. I and, like this one a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. It feels like it's, uh, I don't know, in the wheelhouse of our listenership. Let's say that. Really, It really is, yeah. And and what's cool is it, it's, it's in the wheelhouse, but it could also apply to things outside the wheelhouse of listenership yeah like for absolutely you could replace you could replace video games with anything and have it be about other people this could be yeah, golfing true. this could be anything really um this could I, be poker on fishing. the weekend then ice fishing yeah nice fishing exactly get, get the rescue plane ready here we go this is what uh, this person says i'm not going to use their name me and my fiance both play video games together 
to where we try to find new ones to play every few months or revisit old ones that we've liked. With most of the games, though, she seems to not really pay attention to them to where she knows how to play them, and that's enough for her because it means she gets to spend time with me doing something I enjoy too, which makes me happy because I feel like she's trying. And in return, I try to like the things she shows me and try to get into them with all the attention I, uh, I show things that interest me. I've spoke to her about how I would like her to get into the games more in different ways. Uh, I try to entice her with interesting stories or play games that appeal to her. But at some level, it always feels like uh, I am picking up slack and the, that stresses me out since I'd like to enjoy the time I spend with her while screaming in my head, quote, no, don't press that, unquote. <laughs> uh, but wanting her to sometimes learn and give the opportunity to fail before I try and help. Uh, we've talked about this a few times, and I feel weird for it even being something that, that I let stress me out. Uh, she just said that she can occupy her time while I game, but sometimes it feels like she just is waiting for me to be done, and it makes me feel like I have to entertain her. And she says I don't. But if I don't, then she's literally she will just literally stare at the wall uh, and it says literally again until I'm done. Uh, it's not passive aggression. It's just how she is. And I don't want my gaming to become something she dislikes. If I imply we can't game together, if it stresses me out. Added info. We live together in one room in a house and spend most of our time there. We plan outings and try to get out so we don't go crazy and plan on getting uh, out the sorry out once the market is better. And just allows us, this just allows us to save. I work, she doesn't. Uh, so that's the entirety of it. Uh, so uh, he's got his, le- It's the summation here is he's got this leisure time thing he loves doing. And she's not, her puzzle piece isn't perfectly fitting with the stuff he likes. And it seems like he's trying to make, not make that puzzle fit. But it's, mm-hmm. you know, letting it get to him to the point where he's not even enjoying himself because... She either looks bored or she's not as into it as he is. Like these are all the feelings I'm getting from this. So, Wendy, what do you want to, what do you want to do, and where do we want to go here with this one? Well, I must have missed that last paragraph when I read it. Yeah, like, well, that they live oh, together yeah. in a single room. <laughs> yes, yeah. and they're like yeah. there all day. Oh heavens, that yeah. just that, that sounds hard like, on its own. Whole, whole other, whole <laughs> right? other, yeah. whole other yeah. episode, whole other session, probably on that. But right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. so why doesn't she work? Is my question. Yeah. Um, my other question is, like, what if you just believed her hmm. that she's cool? She doesn't care. You can do what you want. Yeah, I mean, I think the fact that she's just staring at the wall probably worries him. That you know, totally. that, uh, it would worry me. It's like, oh, are you really having? Are you? Is it really cool? Because you're not doing anything. That entertains you while I'm doing this. Well, plus you're stuck right. in a room, it sounds like, where you're not anywhere else in the house and you barely leave that room. Right. Maybe all there is to do if you're not directly engaging in what he's doing is stare at the wall, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like maybe there's, you could read a book or you, there's a million other things maybe, but um, it sounds, I feel like that last paragraph's important and, and it, yeah. in, in a way that we make, we have to make sure to address. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, right. Because it's it, adding to this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because it it all of a sudden then becomes less about all right. Well, she's cool with it. I'm going to do my thing. She'll do her thing. But you're in the same room, and it, it, obviously she's not doing her own thing while you do your thing. Yeah, and that, yeah. That would work. well, and and the, what I mean by believing her is like, yeah, have the discussion. 
And, but also maybe there's just like um, a, a bit of a conversation about, well, we don't have information how long they've been together, you know, cause that might make a difference too, right? If this is a fairly new relationship, you're still kind of really worried with the mm-hmm. other person's thinking and feeling, but if they've been together for a while, you know, that might shift things, but you know, what is she actually thinking? Like have a, a conversation like that. I understand this person really loves video games, yeah. wants their partner to engage at, at a level that means they can just thoroughly enjoy the video game without having to worry about them because that person's in, into it. Like a friend, right? A friend mm-hmm. you play video games with, you would not be wondering, are they okay? Because they're clearly there for the game, right? Maybe she just is not interested in games in the same way. And what's what's okay about that? And then what's not okay about that? Mm. So you two are both partnered with people who do not love video games as much as you do. Or I don't right. know if that's true. It's, that is true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So how in the world are you making this work? You're not living in one room. That's no. <laughs> no. That, that would make a big difference. Like I... Just visualizing if we were like if our living room bedroom, like everything was all one room, um, I would definitely not play as many video games and I barely play any video games as it is, but, um, it would really be more of like, uh, what, what things do we both enjoy equally that, that visually we both see that we both get the same amount of enjoyment from, um, What would we be doing either, you know, watching a movie or, um, cooking or, or something that we both, it's, it just, uh, that, that does add such a difficult wrinkle to it. Yeah. Yeah, Like the idea of, uh, the idea of Kim, not that she doesn't ever do this. Like if it's like we're on the couch or something and I'm playing something, sometimes she'll sit and watch, but the idea of her having to sit in a closed space and not be able to go anywhere and just stare (laughs) at what I'm doing. That, yeah. that just seems insane to me. So I understand his desire to want to get her more involved in playing. Yeah. yeah. And that makes sense. Like, let's do this together. Um, it's just that you've got two different people with two different two different uh, motivation levels coming at the same thing. And that's probably going to just seem off to you yeah. because you don't have the perfect play partner or whatever. But in the, in the case of Kim, she doesn't really care to play much of anything. Occasionally we'll, you know, do some family couch party thing where we've got five controllers and there's a reason to have us all in the same room, but that's more about the experience of that, you know, social interaction and the kids being there and everything else. So for her to just sit down and let's say play Assassin's Creed or something, mm-hmm. she's never going to do it. It's just not mm-hmm. in Kim's wheelhouse, yeah. but yeah. she is always, um, she's always been really supportive of that in the same way I'm supportive of her stuff, but we also don't just live in the same room and never leave it. Yeah. Right, you're not right. watching Kim cook all day and having her be like, "Ooh, ooh, measure that better." Yeah, oh, yeah. right, <laughs> right. Oh, use the They'd other go measuring crazy. cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're not wrong. They kicked and, me out of the kitchen. Both her and Carter. They're like, "Get out of here." Right. We got this. Because you don't. You're not. You're not good at that game. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. okay. Well, before I, re- I, I mean, when I read this earlier, I must have missed that last paragraph because I was just like, okay, well, number one, let's do other things. <laughs> Yeah. Well, but now I, that I know they're kind of trapped together. He also it, sent it, he it, sent me some additional data that I just I didn't oh, know okay. I didn't know about until oh. just now. Okay. I just went and All searched right. for his name, thinking maybe I've got other stuff from him. And there was an original mail here that was just some more details. Like he's thirty three, okay. so there's a there's a okay. I don't know if that's helpful or not, yeah. but he's thirty three. They're living. Let's see. Okay, they're engaged. So girlfriend of two years recently got engaged. Okay. Um. 
Let's see. Her mother is a paranoid schizophrenic, and they're living oh. in her basement. Oh, honey. Um, okay, so probably also some some uh, some parent care going on there. Oh, too. I got to You know what? I'm sorry. Let me flip it around. He's they're living in his mom's house. Her mother lives in an apartment somewhere and is a paranoid schizophrenic. Sorry, I didn't mean. Oh, to okay. okay, okay. My Oof. bad. Okay. All right. I read that wrong. And then uh, let's it. see. Uh, his dad passed away in October of 2022 suddenly. So they're dealing with that. And then let's see, uh, is there anything else of note? I think that might be it. So engaged okay. 33 years old, living in the basement of his mom's while they save for a place of their own. Uh, okay. that, that's where they're Got at. Got it. Yep. And I think, uh, yeah. I think they're in the, uh, they're in the chat room too. Oh, are they? So they good. can answer any questions. Yes. Oh, oh good. Okay, okay. Cool. Well, okay. So, one question, well, you know, how long does this take? That's hard. Every, everything takes longer than you think. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe, the, maybe the, the idea here um, that might be helpful is to, to think about, especially new relationships and you're engaged, you're going to start your life, um, hopefully, right? There's, it's just figuring out how each other works yeah. and, and working to accept some of those differences, right? Because when you're newly together, you do a lot of things together. When I read this um, email, my first thought was this couple I worked with years and years ago. He, they came in, they'd been married for a long time, had a couple kids who were grown and they were really struggling to stay together. And as I was like digging through, you know, what the deal was and how they met, they, she is a, wants to live in the center of New York City and go to operas. That is who she is. And mm. he was a backcountry rescue ski guy and a, like, mountaineer. <laughs> wow. And they settled somewhere in the suburbs in the middle to try, you know, to raise a family. But both were constantly craving the thing they loved. And when they, and when we finally figured it out, and I said, so, you know, when you guys were dating, what were you thinking? And he's like, she went camping with me all the time. And she said, he went to the opera with me all the time. Mm. I was like, oh, gosh, you know what that is? That's called being nice. It's <laughs> <laughs> right. like Compromise. you, you want to do yeah. the thing. Yeah, you want to do the thing because you want to be with the person. Yes. And right. so I am looking at this fiance. She just wants to be with him. It this sounds is like, not. Right. It sounds like that's the case, right? She's like, oh, yeah. you like video games? I'm not too into them, but I like being with you. And yeah. and, so, and so let's play whatever. So yeah. I am wondering this, and this is coming from a experience the other day. My uh, When my son was home from college and the, the three boys just had lots of screaming video game time, right? Yep. They invited me to play Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> Great. You guys. Sure. Can we just discuss how unbelievably disgusting Mortal Kombat is. <laughs> oh no, you so know what? I remember the, as a kid. Yeah. The I thing- cannot, I cannot. But I also was just in the middle of playing with them and I'm way better than them because I I've been playing Mortal Kombat since I was five. Yeah, like, no. I can play Mortal Kombat in my sleep. Here's the thing. And the so- original Mortal Kombat was incredibly controversial at the time, but it's nothing compared oh, to this. I can't. Like the I fatalities, cannot. the fatalities yeah. in this game, and which is really all we're talking about here is the finishing moves. Yes. That stuff is insanely creative ways of killing people and and stuff you cannot imagine. And they're so good at it now that I can't believe it doesn't come. I can't believe there aren't 50 politicians yelling constantly about it. Yeah, well, they got other things they're not doing. Is it it because back in the day... Those were those were way outside the norm, and now that's kind of the norm. And now we got to worry about 
you know, barbarians doing in a hot tub kind of uh, game, you know, right. hot coffee mods and things like, I yeah. know that's also a 20 year old reference, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, it, I, I don't know if it's just that they've gotten worse or just whatever they, they the, the politicians go after the shiny thing and right now it's not a shiny thing so it's yeah. not shiny well let me yeah. tell you this i played with them and i was so grossed out but also i was winning so i couldn't help it and we kept going and and they were laughing and they couldn't believe i was watching it and the whole time i was just like hot what i can't this is so gross so then two days go by they're playing again adam walks downstairs and he is not an angry dad dude ever yeah but he uh-huh. He's like, absolutely not. You will not play this. He was furious. Like, (laughs) this is beyond. I cannot believe you would. And then they all three threw me so hard under the bus. They go, well, we played with mom. (laughs) Mom said it was okay. You little, shut up. Anyway, so I got caught. Not being uh, a good a good parent, but anyway, he he's he brought the hammer down. Anyway, my point is, I I I was there for the people. I was not there for Mortal Kombat, right? So I did that because I wanted to spend time with my boys, and it was so fun to watch them laughing and having a good time, right? Right. That is the thing. You can enjoy someone else's enjoyment, right? Yeah. But if you're going to make me play Mortal Kombat every day because you love it so much, we're not going to. That's not going to work long term, right? Mm -hmm. Um. So here's my here's my suggestion, and you guys throw in what you think here. Sure. What if there's just a game they play together that's fun, and then you stop making her try to play all your other games? Like, <laughs> like what does she? If she likes if she yeah. likes Tetris, do the Tetris together, and then go off and do right. your own game while she reads a book or something like that. Yeah, that's what and then yeah. and then trust her, and even have this kind of conversation with her, like, hey, guess what? We're gonna start building a life and a relationship, and Maybe we should mm-hmm. talk about let's not mind read. How about yeah, that? Right. right. And so um, I'm not, if, if you tell me you're okay, I'm going to believe you. And if you feel bad because suddenly I'm just playing all these other games and whatever, then you aren't telling me the truth. You need to then come tell me. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. starting that honesty interaction about taking everything seriously, taking everything there's kind of a little game I'll sometimes play with couples that everything is face value when you say it. And we just try that for a little while. No hints, no guessing, no mind reading, mm-hmm. no passive aggression, nothing like that, right? You just say it. So if you're like, uh, what do you want for dinner? I want chicken. Well, I don't. Okay. <laughs> Instead of saying, yeah, all right, chicken. Yeah, yeah. Good. Or yeah. You, yeah. you just take it as 100% face value and just watch what happens it's pretty funny to do this with couples who don't do that you need complete and total amnesty like it needs to be agreed that Mm -hmm. i can i can say that uh yeah i'm not really a fan of your spaghetti uh (laughs) the way you make it or whatever be like okay that's fine yeah yeah Um, and maybe i mean this less in feedback that way and more in hinting to what you want or don't want right Or trying to just keep the other person happy, but you're actually miserable, right? And so Mm -hmm. if you could have this, they could have this conversation about games. She may Mm -hmm. just, she she wants, he probably wants to be with a gamer. Let's just say that seems to be what's happening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's probably not a gamer. And he's trying to. Trying to turn her, <laughs> turn to her, turn into, her a into a gamer. Not, I mean, not, not, not in a bad maliciously, way, but, you know. right? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. But right. like, let's connect. This is fun for me. I want you to like what I like. It's taking her camping 
and thinking, oh, she'll be into it. And she's just there for you. Right. And then you're going to the opera wanting to scream. It's not your favorite place either. Before we saw him in the chat room, I was thinking, oh, I wonder if Tina wrote this in and she's really (laughs) replacing Uh board games with video games and saying, yeah, Brian makes me play these these board games that have the, well, basically it's the scout rule book. It's like these rule books that are, that are uh, the, the thickness of my uh, pinky finger. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh no, you can't play that chip on this card because that's a, that is a power card and this needs to be played on a grass card or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I fell asleep right now. What yes, saying? exactly. <laughs> See, exactly. I'm not the only Johnson that hates long rules and board games. Oh, I can't, you can't even talk. I'm like, just let's start playing. We'll figure it out. No, you know I what? That's funny. I try. Gina says that exact phrase. Same thing. Play Play a game. We'll learn as we go. That's how every time. Yeah. I learn by doing. That helps. How will you know which character to pick if you don't know which aspect you want to be stronger in? Right. Listen, I win every game I play the first time. I never win the second time. And I think it's because no strategy is the best strategy. Right. Yeah. And yes. it's beginner's luck. And then I, I'm like, cool, I'm done. I will play one, maybe two. I'll lose a second, and then I'm done. But here's yeah. the thing. Everyone's different. Yeah, totally. And you got to just believe her mm-hmm. and find out maybe what she needs. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Throwing in that her mother is paranoid schizophrenic is quite a whopper there at the end. Mm-hmm. Right? That is a big whopper. Which yeah. is, yeah. what is her style in life because she has managed a mother who has been unwell. Okay. And it might be, don't make any waves. Don't make any noise. Don't have too many opinions. Okay. That's Mm -hmm. very Mm -hmm. possible. Mm -hmm. So your job here might not be trying to force her to play games so that you can see that she's having fun. Maybe the job is more, Hey, let's, let's be gentle as we figure this out and how we work together and let's communicate better and, and be honest with what we're feeling because she's probably learning some stuff in a relationship that, is going to have to undo some of the other learning that she's had. That would be just my guess. I don't have enough information truly, but there is maybe a staring at the wall has been a thing that I have learned to do. Yeah. It might be a coping mechanism or a, um, right. Yeah. Right. And so your concern might not actually be just about this game. It might mm-hmm. be, okay. I just like the resentment. I don't want her to resent me. I don't want her to be secretly thinking something else or, um, I don't, I, but it's stressing him out. So trust that. If, what are you stressing mm-hmm. out about? Mm-hmm. If you're just not sure you understand what's, what she's doing. Cause you would never do that. Clearly you would not stare at the wall while someone's playing a game. No. <laughs> you would be into it. And that's just, you have different brains, you have different interests and that's okay. If I have ever, I mean, I've probably met a thousand couples. Never once have I thought, wow, you guys are similar. <laughs> never once. Mm-hmm. I've always thought, oh, look at your opposites. That's fun. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, because I think we need, if we end up with somebody who's just basically a clone of ourselves, it, it feels like that just could get right. so boring and dull. And you need those differences. Uh, and you'd be in trouble. There would like not be enough food or the dishes won't get done. Stuff like that. You, you need a balance. <laughs> right, exactly. Yes, you need somebody who, who counters your weaknesses or, or your, ah, you know, yeah, yeah, totally. Exactly. So to make it really simple, I would find one game the two of you can play. And I would also, I don't know why she's not working, but she mm-hmm. definitely needs some things that are her, are her own, which mm-hmm. I'm going to make a real leap here might be related to her mother as well of just happy to 
do whatever. Right. Um, because it's, and probably maybe doesn't know what she wants. Doesn't know that she can have a hobby or something else or, cause it, he didn't say anything about this, but it's not like she's like, well, let's do my thing. Right. It mm-hmm. sounds like she's mm-hmm. th- doesn't got a thing. She's just down to do everyone that to make sure she's happy. Yeah. Yeah. And you can see it's out of love and concern. And if we change the, from game to golf or any other thing, um, you know, the same stuff kind of applies, but we get kind of blinders on with our own stuff. We really like because we already like it. And so we want someone Mm -hmm. to see us and know us and get us and other gamers will get you. And, your partner's probably not going to be a gamer. So you got to find other ways that that connection thrives and, you know, and then still you can have a fun game you do together. So you get that itch scratched and, you know, she's happy to do it, but you're, I don't know, maybe not trying to make my husband play Mortal Kombat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I still need, I wish there was footage of you doing this. I want to see. Oh, it was so bad. And you should have seen my face when they're all throwing me under the bus. I was like, are you kidding? I gave birth to you. Yeah. You're, tell- you're telling on me I'm a grown up. What yeah. is happening? I will say this, though. I have very specific memories of playing MK1 and MK2 on oh, a Genesis yeah. or something back in the day at a family thing. I, that would have been like 93 or 4. And yeah. you would you were good. Like Wendy would pick up a controller and rock us. She'd make Matt and uh-huh. I look bad. So it doesn't surprise me, A, that you were doing well, or B, that you've shocked about how far it's come in terms of fatalities. It's unreal. <laughs> no, it's amazing. I mean, there, there are compilations on YouTube, wow. for example, that are just like, I cannot believe. On one hand, I'm like, that's really creative what you just did there. Like what you, yeah. How you dispatch that character is comically insanely like, I've never even seen a horror movie try that. I don't know how you did it. <laughs> And and on, so on the one hand I'm like impressed, and on the other hand I'm like, oh my gosh, who is? Are you okay? Yeah. Who is in charge? Of yeah, this? who's who? Like, what are the meetings like over at uh, oh, that company? It's not bad enough. <sighs> I need to feel. I want to vomit in my mouth. Yeah. Make it worse. Yeah, make it worse than that, please. All right, everyone's doing great. See you at lunch. Like, what a weird, uh, what a weird thing. Yeah. Anyway, good yeah. luck, Nether Realm. Um. So, all right. Well, I know you've got kind of a hard out today, but I think that. Is there anything else you want to add to that to make us, uh, you know, give give this guy the right path to head on? I mean, kind of what I'm saying of just like communicate more. I mean, I, maybe the old adage of over communicate, as I like to say, would be appropriate to just kind of navigate this and get out of that room more. Yeah. <laughs> like this cannot, yeah, yeah I mean, that cannot be good for you. He for says anyone. that they plan outings and try to get out so they don't go too crazy, but. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they maybe <laughs> as much as you can just to give yourself bigger environments to kind of be yourselves in as opposed to, yes, you know, feeling like you're in a cell all the time. Yes. And, yeah. and if her world is just you in that room, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd be concerned about that. I, it, and there's probably some reasons there that maybe go deeper and you need some more help with that. But, mm-hmm. um, like what, get a hobby, have a thing she does separate from this and, you know, yeah. and even if you're both just going on a walk every day, you've seen those memes where it's like it's an eagle walking very grumpily saying, going on my stupid mental health walk today. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> but do it, especially in January. Just go on, make some regular habits that are more ritual based. That'll help you keep saying like you're, you walk every night after dinner or yeah. you, you know, and then you 
whatever games you're playing, just kind of think of this as a, a good, interesting first test of the relationship. Well, the first test is you're living in your mom's one room. <laughs> like that's, yeah. a, that's your first test. That's a real your test. second test being like, how do you navigate this and build um, connection in ways that works for both of you? And, and the only final thing I would say about him getting upset um, was like, I loved his line while screaming in my head. No, don't press that. <laughs> um, right. And, and maybe all y'all could talk about what is, what that's like to, play with people who aren't as good as you at something you really care about, but you, you got to recognize that's just not probably ever going to be. <laughs> yeah. And so hmm. maybe changing your expectation of what this is might go a long way. Like this is Kim playing a game with us every once in a while and not, you know, Tina who's so into board games. Yeah. <laughs> and here's how, we'll, here's yeah. how we cross that divide. Sometimes Kim will be really into a British, uh, detective series she found which yeah. wouldn't for whatever reason the one she's into isn't really interesting me so i pull out a steam deck or a switch or something and i play a game and i'm occasionally glancing up and going no wait a minute is that guy married to her is that why he murdered whatever and she'll say Does yeah, she love that she doesn't mind because we're just talking chatting and then okay. she'll do the same thing she'll lean over and go who's that and i go oh that's the sub boss i gotta beat before i can go further like we have kind of those conversations sometimes and they're yeah. They're just these moments of, do I really care that much about these people on screen? Not really. Does she really care about the sub boss I have to beat before I go to the final layer or whatever? No. But there's this these little interactions that just say, yeah, you're enjoying your I thing. That's cool. You. And I like what mm-hmm. you're doing. And, and here we are together. And, yeah. you know, I'd hold your hand yeah. if I didn't need both hands to play this game. <laughs> right. You know? right. Whatever. Right. And tell me how long y'all been married. Uh, 31 year. Wait. Same. All right. 32 is so it just, now? 32 just, years here yeah will it be 32, 32 this year years. 32 years this year yeah. Easy. yeah yeah 90, yeah which 92 is, so yeah it'll you, be. you you earn this with the hard work of relationship building right and you don't get to just skip to that you do you really do earn it right and and that's it it's why it's so cute right whenever we see people who've been together a long time and they really are still really sweet and love each other it's because they had to fight to figure that out and so that's just where you're at. I think sometimes developmentally, we, we don't understand stages very well as humans. We just assume we should be a thing. Right. Or why is this broken or wrong? When really, it's developmentally normal to not know what you're doing yet. Right. Um, and, and building on that and getting to a place where you're comfortable. My, my suspicion here, though, is just it's not just that I want her to play games. It's that I want to make sure she's okay and I can't tell if she's okay. And that's that's important to figure out, right. right? How do you communicate that? How do you know she is okay? How does she know she's okay? So, I mean, if I met them, I would, I would say many of the things I've said, but I would really be working on like making sure she's all right with how she has been raised and what she's dealing with. Um, does she need more support and how can she expand her support and life in a way that might be healthy for her? And so, you know, there's growth and things to do and try and, but communicating, and it's not going to be, and I don't know if I'm saying this is not fair, but it's not one conversation ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, right? Like, and, and always be aware of this. This is actually a really good analogy. Always be aware of this. You may think you're talking about video games. You're actually talking about something else. Mm. Um, you're talking about the process, or you're talking about the needs, or you're talking about um, 
other other things. Sometimes the subject feels really important, but it's not really. It's the not really the key here. Yeah, the process. Although yeah. part part is this weird that a, a sizable portion of me wishes I could stare at a wall sometimes. And by that, yeah. I mean, because I don't just the, just the simplicity just of, exist, uh, right? right? Just yeah, exist not, and meditate and look and not yeah. think about anything else. Was, I would love that. If there was any way you could do that and, and not sit there and think, I need to get this done. I need to do this. I need to do that. Cause that's, yeah, it's there's, hard. There's no way I'd be able to turn off that part of my brain. Yeah. And if somebody said to me, Hey, I stare at a wall and you get two guesses as to why, well, three, my th- one guess would be you have no testosterone at all. It's been completely, it's not functioning Yeah, because everyone has testosterone to be motivated to live and staring at a wall is a very common side effect when they have to shut off testosterone production a hundred percent for medical reasons. People will stare at walls and do nothing. It's wow, very, very interesting. Weird. So there's that one. I've my other one would, my other one would be, it's a trauma response. And then my third one would be, it's a highly practiced meditative Buddhist person. <laughs> Those are the three people. Yeah. I don't know anyone else who could do it. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, yeah, or someone who's stuck in prison and has to cope and stares at the wall. Right. Again. What else are you gonna do? And the consequences right. of that are oof, rough. They're horrible, right? Yeah. Exactly. Well, it's interesting. I, mm. I, that low testosterone, sit there and can't move kind of thing. That I, had, I got hit yeah. with a little bit of that not long ago. Where it was like my numbers are really low, low T, low T, like that whole thing. And um, yeah, I there were times where I was just like. Uh, that couch and I are going to be best friends today and mm-hmm. I'm just going to sit on that and I'm going to just pull this hat over my head and cuddle with the dog and not move. And I felt like that was tied to that. It just made me so yeah. tired all the time. I hated it. Yeah. It sucked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now totally. I've got testosterone to spare. So if you need any, let me oh, know. Good. Extra. Good. Can you bottle bottle some up and send it to me? All sure can. I have to like a, take it like a magic mind shot. Yeah. I have, look. I have to excrete it. It takes a little while, but I'll get you a bottle. Oh well, maybe I don't want it. Maybe you don't want it. Ask right. the folks. For me. Ask, the, ask the folks in Mortal Kombat to illustrate that. <laughs> yes, I think that is uh, that Scorpion's finishing move is extracting all of your testosterone. Oh man. Yeah. Get over here, he says, oh. and then does it. Uh, all right. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, may you always win when you play your boys at any video game. And may this person uh, feel like they got a little bit of help today. I think I think yeah. these are interesting points. He seems, they really are. Yeah. yeah. seems to be very thankful in the chat as well for, for us yeah. talking Thanks about it. Thanks for sending sure. it in. Uh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, it means a lot. Good luck. And I hope the market turns for you. I, I do, too. <laughs> so you can get out on your own. I do, exactly. too. Yeah. Uh, Wendy, may, may your week be full of fun things. We, we have some cool <laughs> stuff going on in the background that we'll talk about soon. But. Uh, you know, yeah. just a little, little teaser there. Uh, we'll talk to you next week and say hi to your kids. Okay. Bye now. Sounds until Adam to freaking lighten up. Jeez Louise. Just a little more. <laughs> it's a little mortal combat. Jeez. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Jeez. Calm down. You know what? I know what changed back in the nineties. Everyone was still convinced video games are just for kids and they were changing. They were becoming more for more people. And nowadays, that stigma has kind of there still exists in some circles, but for the most part, it's kind mm-hmm. of left. It's a it's not a medium for ten year olds. It's a medium exactly. for yeah. everyone or a certain or a certain gender or a certain yeah exactly yeah. And the last time they freaked out about Mortal Kombat, we added this industry self imposed a rating system, and that thing has done pretty well. Mm-hmm. So we're just at a different time. Hey, guess who's visiting me? Who's that? A cat? Yes, got to be oh. a cat. Which cat it's would a it be? Visit from Salem, Massachusetts. Oh. Oh, she, she's not that. crazy about being held for long periods of time, so I'll hold on to her as long as I can. But tell me about this marking. Oh, that's the way the light's hitting her. 
That's weird. Yeah, she is solid black. You are just all black. The light hits her in such a way that the hair that's head on, it gives her like a little bald spot. That's trippy. Sheen. Well, she does. She has the little bald spot in front of her ears, like most cats do. Oh, that's true. Those yeah. little, those little, just lighter, uh, lighter hair areas. She's adorable. She's a sweetie. I wish yep. it makes me wish She's I had a cat of... that liked me. She only likes her, <laughs> or he does. Yeah. Anyway, no, this is a uh, yeah Salem. Salem. It's definitely Tina's cat, but she uh, Tina's working so much at the office that um, that Salem now hangs out with me during the day instead of hanging out with uh, with Tina. But Inara's somewhere in the room. Oh, she's over there on the the movie chairs, uh, just kind of keeping an eye on things. Well, someone so. needs to, you know. Got to police the joint. Uh, Real quick, here's a reminder of stuff coming up. Today we have Coverville. Did you say one or noon? I forgot. A noon. Noon. 12 today, uh, Aaliyah, The Ventures, and Roxette. So you got the look. You uh, got the look. Dust yourself off and try again. You know, all those. So anyway, uh, all that stuff today at uh, noon, twitch.tv slash Coverville. Uh, There's also Core today at 4 p.m. Mountain Time. I uh, believe that's still locked in. Uh, we'll let you know if it changes, but that's the plan. Core 4 p.m. We're going to talk about these massive Riot and now Microsoft slash Bethesda slash Blizzard slash everything layoffs. 1,900 people let go today. Yeah. Uh, some gnarly business there. A few other things. Also, they canceled their survival game that we were wondering why we hadn't heard about in a while. So there's a few things going on there that we're going to definitely want to tackle. And uh, we did play Pal World, and we will talk about Pal World. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I do want to hear about that. I missed the DTNS. I'll have to listen to to your talk with uh, Tom about that on DTNS yesterday. Too. Yeah, it's a weird. The whole thing's so weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, play Retro tomorrow at 1.30 p.m. Me and Brian Dunaway cat tackling Prince of Persia, the original. So uh, check nice. that out. We also have a play date scheduled for Saturday at 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. here for yeah. uh, for TMS listeners, and that's patrons as well as everyone else. That's right, exactly. So just patrons show up. always uh, get uh, first uh, first dibs on things, but um, yeah, we we've done a bunch of Fridays in a row. We need to do a Saturday for those folks who work on Sunday mornings and can't uh, can't make it. So. Uh, Saturday, 9 a.m. Mountain Time uh, for a couple hours. I don't think we've talked about what we're what we're doing, but probably a mix again of yeah. of Jackbox and uh, Among Us. Probably pull usual. out pull out some games we haven't played in a while. I really like yeah. uh, es- Espionage is one of my oh, favorites. Oh, Espionage would be great. Yeah, we yeah. haven't done that in forever. Stuff yep. we haven't tweaked around with. We have them all, so we'll give it all a shot. That'll be Saturday, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., a couple hours with us. Come spend it with us. Also, Film Sack this weekend, we're doing the film Payback. Uh, with uh, with your uh, your uh, your Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson, yeah, yeah. where and he pays people back. It's really nice. It's like, hey, remember that uh, four bucks you gave me for uh, coffee the other day? Here's a pack. Yep, he just gives it to you. Yeah, he's a giver. Just, uh, he's not a taker. It's he's a giver. Like a twelve step program for. Uh, That's right. <laughs> for racists. It's ra- <laughs> rated G. It's a rated G little uh, family right. film. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, looking forward to that. Anyway, uh, so that's all going on. Uh, in the meantime, you can go to our website and find everything you need. It's over at frogpants.com slash TMS. That includes a link to the Patreon, so go check that out as well. You heard us mention names at the top of the show. Be like those people over at patreon.com slash TMS. That's going to do it for today, except yeah. for this song that Brian brought, because if we don't play it, who will? Yeah, yeah. This uh, going out to our friend Gwen, uh, 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 T-Maven uh, Gwen. Sure. Uh, hey, Sensha and Bancha. I'm sure I'm 
butchering those names. They're Japanese green teas. Don't worry about it. Uh, it's your favorite tea maven, Gwen. The 27th marks the eighth anniversary of my starting my gender transition. For the first time in those eight years, I'm actually financially stable enough to get my hair removal treatments and to schedule my big surgeries. Capital big capital surgeries. Mm. It's uh, still a year or two out since you've got to make sure all trace of hair is gone before turning an Audi into an Innie. And electrolysis takes a while, but it's exciting to celebrate eight years. Could you play me your favorite trans-related cover? The harder rock metal, the better. Love you guys so much and slurp my butt. (laughs) Can I play a thing that's my favorite reference to gender stuff i sure hope you will i will i'm gonna play it right now this is an interview where a guy was trying to he was doing gotcha questions at some kind of protest Mm, and this guy's response is my favorite response i've ever heard so anyway here it is can't wait to hear this how many genders are there i don't know i just got here love that (laughs) i don't know i just got here haven't had time to look around and count yeah (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely freaking love oh, that quote. Good. That whoever asked that question needs a swift kick in his uh, nethers. Yeah. Yep, that was great. The guy who answered so, is my hero. Anyway, go ahead. Yes, for sure, for sure. Uh, so um, obviously, the easy route would be to go with something from Against Me. I love uh, uh, that band, and and um, but I want to go a little bit deeper. Get something a little bit. Um, uh, I don't know, harder to find. This is great. This is a band called The Clicks, C-L-I-K-S. I believe that every member of the band is going through um, gender uh, uh, gender. Uh, we changes. still call it reassignment surgery. Gender reassignment. Yeah. Is that what we, we call that's... that? I don't know if that's still the thing. I think you. that's right. But uh, they get their name from uh, a combination of the two words, uh, of what you have and what you're changing it into. Uh, oh, gender affirming yeah. care, they call it now. There you go. Gender affirming care. Thank you. Claire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gender affirming care. Reassign. Um, the other one's so harsh. like, you are being reassigned. Reassignment. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. Yeah. Go see the counselor because you have a whole new uh, itinerary yeah. to, get, to go through. That's right. Um, yeah, so uh, this is headed up by Lucas uh, Silvera vocalist and guitarist and then other members that that uh come and go um but this is fantastic this is a cover of justin timberlake's try me uh i'm sorry try me cry me a river <laughs> hey try me a river would you and let me know how it goes <laughs> cry me a river from their 2007 album snake house here are the clicks <laughs> You were my sun, you were my earth But you didn't know all the ways that I loved you, no So you took a chance and made other plans But I bet you didn't know your world would come crumbling down, no You don't have to say what you did from him now there's just no chance for you and me we'll never be and don't make you sad about it told me you love me why did you leave me all alone you told me you love me when you call me on the phone girl i refuse you must have me confused with some other guy 
and you know it Don't act like you don't know it All of these things people tell me Keep messing with my head You should have picked honesty And you may not have blown it You don't have to say what you did I already know I found out from him Now there's just no chance for you and me We'll never be and don't make it sad about it You told me you love me, why did you leave me all alone? You told me you love me when you call me on the phone oh. Girl, I refuse, you must have me confused with some other guy Your bridges are burned and now it's your turn to cry Just done, so I guess I'll be leaving. The damage is done, so I guess I'll be leaving. The damage is done, so I guess I'll be leaving. The damage is done, so I guess I'll be leaving. You don't have to say what you did. I already know. From him, now there's just no chance for you and me. We'll never be, and don't it make you sad about it? You told me you love me. Why did you leave me all alone? You told me you love me when you call me on the phone. Oh, girl, I refuse. You must have me confused with some other guy. Frogpants.com. I think-